Today, I'd like to introduce you to a very special person, Nisha Tate. Nisha is a former UFC women's bantamweight champion. She's also a former Strike Force women's bantamweight champion, and she's a co-founder at Desert Moon Wellness Center. Welcome to the show, Nisha. Really glad to have you with me today. Dr. Masha, it is really an honor to be here talking with you today, especially about something I'm so passionate about, hyperbarics. I've been following your podcast for quite some time, and it's so cool to be here. So I'm, I'm very excited for what we have in store. Thank you. I'm honored, and I'm really excited for my listeners because today we're going to learn a lot. Let's start from your story. It's really exciting, and I'm sure people know you, and they know where you came from and your story, but maybe maybe short version for those in Europe because your listeners and your followers in U.S. sure know you, but here in Europe, maybe some people don't. Oh, absolutely. So... I got into sports at a very young age. I started wrestling when I was in high school and there was not a female wrestling team. So I actually had joined the, the boys wrestling team in high school, wrestled all four years. Kind of because of that, I sort of stumbled across MMA in college and just took a chance. I started fighting and found out that I loved it. And from there I moved, I'm from Washington state in the US and I moved to California to train with a better team and my career just continued to progress. So I started, I'm gonna date myself, um, back when women's MMA just was pretty unheard of. It was definitely kind of a spectacle of the, the fight card. It would be lucky to have one female fight and you'd usually hear pretty obnoxious comments, you know, kind of downgrading the women. And that's how I got my start. We were really fighting for breadcrumbs. And so I, I'm really grateful that I have such an elaborate perspective. You know, not very many people start at that point and are still fighting in the UFC. And having been a former world champion and really reaching the pinnacle of the sport, it's just been an incredible journey. And um, hyperbarics has been a huge part of keeping me on the market as a fighter. <laughs> We'll get to hyperbarics because that's what the show is about. But I wanted to ask a, a question. Um, now, looking back, what do you think was the most difficult moment in this journey? What's the difficult part about it? The most difficult time period was when I first started in MMA, which was in late 2005, early 2006. And it was a similar battle that I fought in wrestling was to just get acceptance, you know, even to just be acknowledged and, you know, treated like somebody, anybody else on the mat. It just was not common for women to train in combat sports. And that meant we had to train with men. And a lot of times men just couldn't wrap their head around why a woman would be taking up space on their mat. So it was always an uphill battle, but one thing I learned because of that is that you can change people's perspective if you just work hard and you don't segregate yourself. So that's what I did. I just kept my nose to the grindstone. I treated myself just like one of the guys and eventually the guys started to treat me just like one of the guys. And you know, it became like, instead of wanting to get rid of me on the team, like accepting me like a sister on the team or like a brother, you know what I mean, um, on the team. So that was always the challenge as I transitioned from wrestling and then I transitioned into MMA, you know, a full on combat sport. You know, some people just struggled to accept me. So it was, yeah, it was a challenge at first. In my understanding, this sport make participants really prone to injuries. Is that correct? 
Yes, I would say that's very correct. So I do think it's a safer sport for head trauma overall than boxing or even American football because we deliver damage over the entire body. It's not just about head hunting and it's not, we are trained to see the impact coming. Now we don't always see it coming, right? That's when you get knockouts and you get surprised. But um, in football and something, when you're in a helmet and you're in your limited vision and somebody hits you out of nowhere, I mean, that kind of CTE and TBI, like tra traumatic brain injury that we see from that, I think. And then they send them right back out into the game and they continue compiling concussions. Okay, so back to MMA. When we get a major concussion the fight's over it's done we're not going back in there we're going to start working on recovery but absolutely i mean from head to toe we also train in submission arts so we're constantly uh, wreaking havoc on our elbows on our knees on our ankles on our necks on our spines on our back so yeah we do disperse the damage over the whole body but there's plenty of instances where um you know we're injured i would say 98% of the time we go into a fight or a competition with at least something wrong. And what is the normal recovery program for an MMA fighter? Like, what does it include? So are you talking just like post-fight or are you just talking about on the regular? I'm talking post-fight, I'm talking maintenance, and I'm talking if God forbid something happens, more of a major injury. We don't have a specific protocol that's laid out. Everybody's individual. We are all independent contractors and we come from all different parts of the world globally. So it depends what guidance they're under, what kind of forethought they have put into their future. And what I've found is that a lot of times young MMA fighters don't think that far into the future. And I'm here to kind of wave the flag and say like, hey, at some point you're gonna be 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. Let's get ahead of the curve. Like, let's take care of you now. Let's keep you healthy and running well. So I have seen the sport take an overall turn in like most fighters are not doing hard sparring six days a week. Now, when we first started all this, you know, pre, pre 2000s, um, some of these guys were just approaching the sport like that's all we need to do is fight each other and we'll be ready for a fight, but they just took so much damage. So with science and education and more medical professionals getting into the sport and, and also people who have been in it retiring and speaking out, we're seeing now that fighters are being uh, more invested in their health and wellness before they get to a point where they're you know so badly damaged that they're really suffering. And how did you get introduced to hyperbarics? Uh, was it because of the injury? I, I, it's just my guess, really, I don't know. I'm like, like everybody was. else here guessing, yeah? Yes, actually you are correct. I had a grade three tear of my MCL and I had bursitis. My leg was literally double in size. I could barely bend it and i was in a lot of pain and very motivated to fix it because i had a my first world title fight in strike force in about three weeks so i was very desperate to get my knee um, fixed and somebody recommended hyperbarics had no clue what it was but i said i'll try anything so i went in you know they stick you in this this tube with pure oxygen and um, it's, it was a medical grade one, so it was not a soft shell, but it's one that you can't bring any electronics in, you know, so you watch TV and I think it was about a 90 minute session. And my jaw hit the floor when I got out of that chamber and I saw that my knee was about, it just, it felt like it was, it was 
majorly down in the swelling, like almost back to normal. So I, I was like, I have no idea what this is, but this is crazy. And I can't believe that my knee looks like this. And I know that's not always the experience, right? I've had injuries before that's like, okay, it's not magically disappearing the swelling, but for whatever reason, that was my experience the first time. And being able to really see the difference after one treatment. Now the swelling came back by the next day, it was back again. But every day that I would go, I would notice this huge decrease in the inflammation. And the inflammation, right, as you probably know, is just the body's healing process. So the hyperbaric was helping to get the waste out and allow my body to put new resources in that area. And so each time it would kind of help me do that. And I was able to fight and I won my first world championship and I was sold. I was like, that was my, saved my life. It was a saving grace. I just don't, I don't know how I would have, it couldn't happen. I just, I wouldn't have been able to compete with that injury. And having a grade three tear of the MCL to have about two weeks of hyperbaric training once a day, I think the sessions were 90 minutes. I was blown away that I was able to actually get inside the cage and compete and do well and win. So I've been a huge fan ever since then. Wow, what a story. It's an amazing hyperbaric story. Do you remember how many sessions you got? It was about two weeks worth. Yeah, it was about two weeks and it was one time a day. Um, and it just every time had me feeling better and better and more optimistic and hopeful. So I went religiously until I had to fly out for my fight and it was enough. It was enough to get me through the fight. Wow. That's amazing. So that was 2011, right? You said, so that's like 11 years ago. And since then you were using it for maintenance or when the injury would occur. So I didn't get another access to another hyperbaric chamber. Mind you, I didn't know that this was something I could have in my home. In 2011, I mean, I thought it's like you go to a medical facility and they, 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 they treat you. I didn't know that it was accessible otherwise. Um, so I didn't have one until about 2015. I was reached out to someone about a sponsorship to with a with a hyperbaric chamber and I was like, yes, like I haven't heard about that since I had this crazy injury. Like I didn't know I could have one in my home. Absolutely. What do you need me to do to get this in my house? And so I was able to get the Viteris that you actually probably see peeking over the corner there behind me for those of you that are watching it on the video. But that that's not that's not the same one you got in 2015, right? That's the newer. No, this is the original. This is the original That's the one. original. Oh my God, guys. Yeah, the case that has been updated, like the, you know, the little cover on the outside, that is newer. But no, that's my original one. So that's had a lot of mileage. And a little off topic here, we moved to Singapore for about a year and a half. And this chamber, rather than letting it collect dust, we actually gave it to um, some friends of ours whose son had brain cancer. And he used it religiously and was able to make a full recovery and also says like he really feels like he knows that hyperbarics was incredibly helpful in healing him and you know his injuries. So wow, it's very Misha. powerful. I have goosebumps. I know, and I know. Not, I'm... It's, yeah, it's not the air conditioner. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the stories. Oh my god. Wow, that's guys, this is the magic. You have the magic chamber. No, I'm joking. Any chamber can do that. I know, I know. But, you know, just having that tool and resource to help people, that's why this has been such a big dream come true. I know we'll probably get to Desert Moon Wellness and opening that. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But I know 
from firsthand experience and multiple secondhand experiences how much hyperbarics can make a difference in people's lives. So I just want to continue to spread the word and get it out there and let people know like this is this is the fountain of youth. Like this is the magic healing modality that you you know you probably been looking for and um i just think it can do amazing things i know it can do amazing things i absolutely agree nisha and when you got the chamber in 2015 so you had your own hyperbaric unit in your home were you using it all the time or in preparation for fight like how did it work for you i would definitely use it more in preparation for fights but I did use it fairly regularly, not every day. I would say I would average once a week. If I wasn't in a training camp, I would just get in there once a week. But that's that was usually my protocol, like more in preparation for training. And then you go into vacation mode and you, you know, we're humans. We tend to not focus on our recovery as much. We're not always on top of it. I'm totally guilty of it. I'm not above it. So I've been there, but I also at that time only was drawing off my one experience. You know, I thought this is just will help me in a major injury. So if I don't have a major injury, maybe I don't need to use it as much, you know, maybe a little dings and nicks. But I had no idea the science beyond that. I hadn't really wrapped my head around all the healing modalities that a hyperbaric chamber can offer. I didn't know that at that time. And have you had major injuries since 2015? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've um, had a laceration that was pretty nasty um, back in November and using the hyperbaric religiously at that point, um, pre and post fight, I was like completely healed to where you couldn't even tell that I had ever had a laceration. I actually, it's right here. I remember from your photos, yeah. Inside of a week. Now I do have to credit a little bit to red light as well. I've, I obviously use that and I use the Mark Pro, but without a doubt, I know that the hyperbaric had large part to do with my fast healing and recovery. And I was, I live in Las Vegas now. So my fight was in Las Vegas. So I was like literally in that chamber the night before my fight, you know, the day of my fight that right after I actually, I know you can't recommend this, but I did actually sleep in my chamber the night after my fight. You know, I was so tired. I just stayed in there the whole night, not with oxygen, just ambient air, you know, under low pressure. But, um, I stayed in there and I know that it had a lot to do with making my recovery so speedy, just the treatments altogether. I know maybe it's not, it wouldn't be that easy to tell, but if you analyze it and if you look back, what benefits do you attribute to using hyperbaric chamber? Because I know you're also using other therapies and doing other things, but what do you think is really due to you using the chamber like mental focus clarity so i i've been in a sport where concussions and head trauma are part of what i do we try to minimize as much as possible but it is something that i'm exposed to and have the potential risk of accumulating you know damage in that way on a regular basis and i remember at a point where when i was like in singapore for example and i wasn't in a chamber for you know a year and a half two years almost the focus it's huge i encourage anybody who gets in a hyperbaric chamber for the first time and maybe does a protocol just take a note each time because sometimes it's hard to notice those small changes if you don't really time take time to notice but i have and, and i remember a time where i was very forgetful you know i would put my key i was always losing my keys 
I was always misplacing my phone. I mean, I had a, too many things to do. That's part of the problem. But the other thing was that I just lacked the ability to have the focus and be in the moment. That was probably the biggest thing that I noticed is like when I am in the chamber regularly, I honestly feel like my mental clarity, it's way better. It's a lot better. And I'm able to be more present and more in the moment for my children, for myself, for my husband. And also it's a lot less distressing when you're not constantly forgetting and losing things. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's much better when I'm in the chamber regularly. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> that's for the, that's <laughs> why I suffer from that as well. And the chamber my, really helps. I, I do it almost religiously. I get in because otherwise the age is taking its toll. I'm, I mean, I'm not old or anything like that, but you notice with every deca decade of your life, you notice that things are slowing down. And I think hyperbaric chamber really helps me to stay on top of things. Yes. Now I'd like to ask you about Desert Moon Wellness. It's an amazing concept. It's um, a wellness clinic. All the information will be in the podcast description, guys. It's in uh, it's in Vegas. It's state of art. Like I've seen the photos, videos. Really, I love the design. I know clinic is more about treatments, but design is important. It's so cool. Can you tell me, like, how was this idea born and what this place is about? I have to give the credit primarily to my co-founder, Janelle Artisone. She has been in the business of uh, hyperbarics for many years. She had this vision of opening a facility and helping people. And I think that's been one of her missions for a very long time. And just to give a little background history on Janelle and I, I mean, we've been friends for seven or eight years. She was actually in my doula for the birth of my first child. You know, she was friend first and just somebody that I love her energy. I love how she connects with people. She's a very kind person and I know she's very passionate about helping people. So she came to me and said, hey, I wanna work for myself and I wanna help people. Do you wanna join? I'm like, show me where to sign, girl. Like, I'm ready, let's do this. And then we partnered also with Amy Bass, who is our medical director and nurse practitioner. And together, I think we make a pretty amazing team. So we're a small business, we're female owned, and we're on a mission to help people to experience what their individual 100 feels like. You know, so many people, I think, slowly decline and they are told that that's just part of getting old. That's just part of aging. And I would like to debunk that. I don't think it has to be. I believe with hyperbarics and with taking time for yourself to invest in yourself, having self-love, having self-awareness, you not at your best means nobody gets you at your best. You don't get you at your best and nobody else gets you at your best. So I think like, you know, like they say when you're flying, like put your own mask on first. Why is that? Because if, if you pass out, you can't help anybody else, right? Okay, it's the same thing with like taking 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, 60 minutes a day if it's needed to invest in yourself now and, and yourself in your future. And that's also an investment that pays dividends to your family and your friends and those people around you who you wanna help serve, right? So that is our goal is to help people remember and get, get to a back to a point, either back to a point or beyond the point maybe that they've ever reached with these wellness modalities. And we offer hyperbarics, we offer red light therapy, IV infusions. We also do food allergy and sensitivity testing and um, brain tap and neural check, which are fascinating to see every single person we've had come in the front door 
has shown an improvement when we test their, their null check, which is based on the HRV, and they test and it will tell us so much information about how their, their autonomic nervous system is working, you know, how their parasympathetic and sympathetic, and if there's, um, you know, like if something's working too hard, sometimes we get in this fight or flight mode, we get really busy and we're doing so many things that we don't realize like, in survival mode, like we need to take a breath and like, whew, like calm down for a second, you know, get out of that mode. So with all of our modalities, we've been able to show people and per and help people progress. And it's been just an amazing journey, you know, not only witnessing mine, but witnessing um, the people who come in our door and how we're able to help them. Oh, it's so rewarding uh, to see people it get is. better. It is, it is really rewarding. Misha, who is your typical client? at the clinic, like uh, who, what kind of people come and um, use your services? Well, what we find is usually people who are ready to invest in themselves. And when I say that, a lot of times it's people who are to the point where they have to. People will push themselves. I don't know why this is. I don't know why it's human nature to not acknowledge that you're not okay until you're really not okay. So a lot of times we get people, now mind you, we at this point have only been open about eight weeks. But at this point, we're having people come in who have serious back injuries, you know, someone who passed out and hit her jaw, broke her jaw. So she's in there, you know, trying to recover from that. We had one amazing client who had a breast and stomach surgery and she had necrosis of the nipple. I mean, it had turned completely black the, within 24 hours after the surgery. And the surgeon was telling her like, we are gonna have to shave it off. And her husband's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like there has to be another option. There has to be. And kept pressing and pressing and pressing. And finally, it dawned on him to recommend hyperbarics and refer to us as Amy was his uh, prior nurse practitioner. So there was the connection. And uh, she came to us and we were able to save the nipple. We got her in and within one treatment, she had blood flow back in the nipple and clear pink coloring as opposed to just the black. And she came every day. She was very diligent. She used the red light and she was so grateful and she cried on our shoulders and she hugged us and she thanked us. And it was just, it's those things, right? That you want to be a part of like it's so fulfilling and it's so rewarding to make a difference in somebody's life so yeah we have seen a lot of people who are there because they maybe feel like they don't have another option in there to that breaking point but what i would like to do is get more people in to prevent that from happening to these people it's just it's not it sucks to be at the point where you're down and out and you're forced to do it i would like to see more people be a little bit more you know proactive in their health and wellness I'm here with you. I really think that prevention is the best cure. We can yes. prevent so many diseases. Guys, just take the right steps. And hyperbarics is definitely, definitely part of that picture. And we can see that from the studies, all these longevity studies, you know, disease prevention studies, but we can also see from experience from patients because i think these are our best teachers when you see people get better and you see okay th this works people get better their heart variability is better and heart variability is a measure that we use to see how well a person can handle stress for example so when you see all these markers improve 
we know that we are preventing future disease. Prevention is a difficult, um, it's a difficult uh, field because, you know, it's really difficult to feel, like how do you feel that you're preventing something? But we know this from biomarkers that are changing, you know, from sleep that's improving and all these other things. I'm here with you. I think, I wish, I wish people would really pay more attention to their health. Absolutely, like, I'm so excited to get my mom in and, and to, to do the neural check on her. And what's so fascinating about the neural check, a lot of people get obsessed about age, right? We obsess about age as, as a general human thing. We concern ourselves with it. So the neural check actually tells you your biological age versus what your real age is and also gives you information on about how healthy you are compared to someone who is actually your age. and. You know, it's not meant to be um, stressful, it's just information, but what we've seen with every person is like, once they start treating with us, there is improvement. They get younger, they, their biological age improves, like their um, nervous system balance out. I mean, their brain activity, the spine, the health of the spine and everything. So it's so fun to witness that. And um, it's nice to see like that, at least our family and friends, like we are, we are, proactively going after them and like get your butt here get in the chamber because we're not waiting for you to be you know on your deathbed before we're we're doing something about um your health and and so that's been really positive to see too absolutely if people want to find you where can they find this planning because i'm sure people in vegas area who are listening and also people around because you can travel really and get treatments done right um, how can they find you? Well, if you're driving by, if you just want to come say hello, we're right off the 215 by the Ikea. I think everybody knows where the Ikea is in Las Vegas. But if you're not from here, you can obviously visit our website, you know, desertmoonwellness.com. But we'd love it if you reach out directly. Like, get on our Instagram, it's Desert Moon Wellness LV, or on our Facebook, or give us a call. Whatever works for you, like email us. We want to have human to human interaction. Like we want to help you on your personal journey because we're all so vastly different in not only our starting point, but where we wanna go, what you wanna accomplish. Your goals are gonna vary. So we're here to help and support that. I think between the three of us, you know, myself being a professional athlete and Amy being a, a medical, um, in the medical field and Janelle just being a wealth of knowledge and her credentials go miles long. I couldn't list them in this podcast like, if I tried. Um, we can help you, you know, we can absolutely support you on your wellness journey. I really like your mission, guys. And by the way, Janelle was on my podcast, I think uh, six months or so ago, and we talked about hyperbarics and women's health and how to use hyperbaric chamber during pregnancy and postpartum. Have you used? your chamber during pregnancy misha no i didn't use my chamber during pregnancy i wasn't sure on how or protocols i wasn't educated enough to feel comfortable we may have another baby and if we do i absolutely will be in the chamber i feel like it's like with anything if you haven't been doing it and you're now pregnant probably recommend don't start you know what i mean like i don't know i'm not a doctor but like that's just my thing like if you haven't been but if you are doing it before and you want to continue, just like if you're working out and exercise and everything, we're finding out now like women don't need to be handicapped when they're pregnant. I think we've been finding that out for a while, but it's like finally coming around like, hey, this is not a disability. Like we are, we're just pregnant, but we can pretty much do everything that we did before being pregnant. Um, 
yeah, granted you're doing um, those things prior. So since I'm regularly in the chamber, I would absolutely find it, I think, beneficial for myself and my growing baby. And I, I would absolutely use it postpartum too. And I do take my children in there with me at times, you know, I'll bring them into the chamber and we'll just hang out and we'll play or, you know, you name it. Um, so they're not, they're used to it too. And I'm so glad that I can expose them to this early in life. Yeah, I've heard this a lot from mothers who are using hyperbarics. This the same phrase, I am so happy that I can give that to them at such an early age. If you're not the first one to say it, it's quite interesting because we really want to give our children the best that we can give them. So we feel that hyperbarics is something that would really benefit their health and make them stronger and more resilient. Pregnancy and hyperbarics is a topic for another conversation. It's huge, but guys, if you're interested, make sure to listen to the episode with Janelle because she used hyperbarics during her pregnancy. It's, it's quite an interesting story, but you're so right, Misha. It's a, it's a great area especially with pregnant women we want to take it on a cautious side and if a pregnant woman uses a hyperbaric chamber I always suggest that they do it under the supervision of a hyperbaric practitioner yes I totally agree um, but I think there is a huge benefit in doing that so if you know if you're interested I say go for it you know um, yeah and, and just minimize risk I mean there's there's all different levels that you can treat in hyperbarics too. Um, I'm sure your listeners are probably already aware of that, but um, for anybody who's not, I mean, there are, you know, you can treat at a very low pressure or you can increase that pressure. You can increase the oxygen, you you know, and we see that happen usually for people who are who like really need it. Like um, people who are suffering from some, maybe like near death or something else, you know, or neuro, uh, neuropathy, those kinds of things that might treat a little higher. But if you're just looking to like get a, a maintenance or benefit or you're pregnant, like you can treat at a lower pressure and minimize risk. And at your clinic, you have different pressure settings, right? So you are treating at different levels at your clinic. Absolutely. And also if people who are going to your clinic, if they decide to purchase a hyperbaric chamber for their home use, you can assist them. Oh, absolutely. Janelle and Corey, her husband are incredible. They offer like a very high-end white glove delivery service setup, explain everything to you. So um, we are here to support you, whether it's in our clinic or if you want it, at home, like I'm not opposed. I mean, I love the fact that I have one here, you know, I mean, after I put the kids to sleep, I'll get in it for an hour and then I'll head upstairs to bed for myself. And I just think, you know, in a busy world, sometimes convenience is key. So whatever, however we can best support people who want to, to seek that out, like we can do that. Misha, thank you so much for taking your time and, you know, explaining everything and telling us your story and your hyperbaric story because that's what people want to know. Okay, how, did she use hyperbarics? Did it help her? How she used it? What is she doing now? So I hope people got their answers today. And uh, if you're interested, send, you can go to your Instagram page, right? Guys, whoever. And if you think that somebody can benefit from this information, for example, you have a friend in Vegas or in area, send them a link to this episode guys and uh, so they can go and check out the clinic and Misha thanks a lot I really appreciate it and it's just uh, so much fun talking to you yes thank you so much for having me Dr. Masha 
I love what you do. It's great to see other women leading a charge for wellness and you are definitely at the head of that. So we appreciate you and thank you for having me on and helping to spread the word of what we're doing here in Las Vegas. And hopefully we'll continue to spread throughout the US. We wanna open more um, facilities and you know continue to, to help people be well. Yes, I wanna wish you good luck with everything you do. Thank you.